All right, and this is another 0.5 episode of Mullen Friends Get Random, and I am here today with my good friend, Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Oh, how are you? I hear things are pretty busy out that way. Oh, you know, California, it's not always the easy breezy coast, but as long as we've got some fine herb to handle it, it's all okay. That's right. Speaking of uh, fine herb, are you allowed to talk about your business on the air? Of course I am. I would oh, love well, to let's get into it. Business. Last time she was on, we had talked about um the the name of her company was uh or not her company but you know the company she works for is <laughs> what's the name of the uh, company again? The, the, the... We're Medleaf Delivery out of Oceanside, California. That's right. And um so they are a as you guessed uh, a dispensary uh, of sorts. <laughs> yes. So we're a uh, basically a mobile dispensary, if you will, where okay. we deliver all of the good things to the comfort of your living room. Um, so it's a little bit of an untraditional dispensary visit, if you will, but it's also very convenient in today's society, not wanting to leave, deal with the crowds. Um, we actually give a lot of extra special discounts because we're a delivery service. So um, we try to make it worth your while. And I don't know if no one's ever gotten weed delivered to their house. It's a pretty cool thing to say that you've had done. So I always recommend a delivery service. That is great. Um, like, and I, and from what I hear, uh, you, your guys are pretty darned busy uh, right we are now. Very busy. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're so busy. We cover a lot of areas in California. Um, we're specifically in like the San Diego region. And San Diego, if nobody knows, it's like huge. Um, when uh, Ron Burgundy says that San Diego is like term for a whale's vagina, um, it's because it's just so big, you know, like it's huge. Um, so San Diego has a lot to cover. We cover over half the region. So we're crazy busy all the time. Wow. Um, so like I, I hear, uh, well, mainly from you, but I hear now that you are um uh, are you basically running the day-to-day -day of your your store now or what are you doing, I am doing like? a lot of things in my store so since we last spoke i got a promotion um which i am really excited about so i help construct all the deals in the shop so all of the sales that you see come from my imagination and then i'm also moved up into our lead purchaser position so i get to buy a lot of weed on a day-to-day -day right. basis, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> nice, nice. Do you get to visit any of these places you guys buy from, or do you uh, just do it online or talk you to know, them? I do a lot of my shopping online, but most recently we actually launched our own flower line, which has been really, really cool process to be going about Absolutely. and like help create the bags and pick out the different strains. So actually last week I went up to our grow facility, which is about an hour and a half more in the Orange County area. Okay. Um, I got a tour, our growing facility, which is really really awesome it was like 17,000 square feet all these different rooms wall-to-wall -wall packed with cannabis it was quite an experience and while I was there it was actually pretty cool because they were harvesting one of the rooms so um you know you're seeing all the workers the guys are coming out of the room just like covered in weed they smell so good there's oh, a lot of hard work that goes do, into do you need it. Any, uh, do you need any live-in uh, trimmers? I'll, 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 I'll work out there. I'll, I'll move my family out that way. <laughs> it's a 
it's a lot, it's a lot of cool things that you can do in the cannabis industry. I mean, honestly, there's a job for every step of the way. Well, seeing as how it is legal in New York state now, uh, maybe you guys will be thinking about branching out and uh, you might need some management in the store somewhere around. If we ever do, I know a lot of good workers in all, yes. all the different states. And obviously you, number one, would be on top of our list for New York. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> obvious, for obvious reasons. I mean, we only want the cream of the crop working well, for us. You know, that's, that's good that you say that because I am the creamiest of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> oh God. So I wanted to talk to you this time. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you're being so busy and in this deep into the cannabis game. Um, and you are obviously a partaker. Uh, so what is your preferred strain? Well, I am mainly an indica um, smoker. So I really like that relaxing body high. Um, I also have a tolerance that is of like an elephant. Um, I am like, I've always, I've worked for my company now for two years that I work uh, with Medleaf and I've always been like the guinea pig of the shop. So anytime there's anything that's like super high testing or it's like a concentrate, so it's in an oil, so it's got a little bit higher THC percentage, they're always like Lexi tell us how it is. And I'm just like, okay. Um, so that is a blessing and a curse within itself. Um, but I guess one of my favorite strains on the market right now, oh, I've been smoking a lot of Oreos. 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 I know it's a cross of uh, cookies and cream and a gelato. So it's got that really nice. It's a, it's a hybrid strain, okay. right, um, right. but it's more indica leaning. So it does have that really nice body high where you're relaxed, but with that gelato, it can be a little bit more uplifting. So it has those sativa effects where you're not couch locked. You actually like, I like to smoke it before I go to the beach or take a walk um, just because I am just relaxed, but I do have that energy. Right. That, that, you know, I find myself now um, gravitating more towards the, uh, the sativas during the day and the indica at night before I want to go to bed, you know, cause um, I, I, I like to be able to do stuff <laughs> during the day. So uh, when I'm, I'm, I'm smoking the sativa, like the, uh, um, oh God, there was this uh, one kind that I got before. Uh, it was um, Chili Verde. Oh, yes. It's an it's a, it's a indica. Um, and that got me in the couch real fast, uh, by the way. Um. Yeah. that uh, is a heavy hitter i know exact that's like a mendo or a humboldt's like county yeah. like staple actually one i love um one of my favorite brands i like to you'll always see me buy um and some people are like lexi but why do you like to buy it so much it's called humboldt farms um and it's outdoor grown weed which is not always the most popular but why i like smoking outdoor weed more sometimes than indoor is you get all of the different properties and qualities from the sun um a lot of people don't realize your high can be really manipulated and um enhanced or um your effects can really differ by the terpenes that are in that flower and when you grow outside you get a lot higher terpene levels and that obviously is going to have a lot higher effects true um and uh, a case in point like i'm uh growing some older seeds that i've had for a while now and um since we are able to grow them here now, um, I started them in a pot and uh, they, they got all right. 
and, yeah. uh, sorry, I think I um might have stunted their growth a little bit because I left them in a little too long in the pots and uh, before I transplanted them into the dirt. And now they're like, they're starting to bush a little bit, but they're short as all hell. So like, they're not growing uh, as tall as I would like, but they're growing. But that's okay. So that's just a sign that, so a lot of the way the plants grow from I, my husband, he is a grower. So I'm oh, yeah, not. Feel free to plug his stuff too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not the most expert grower, but from what I have learned, so indicas tend to be very short, squatty bushes. That is okay. a big characteristic of how they grow. Um, not necessarily how, like, you know, how they're going to turn out. A lot of short, squatty guys, they're beautiful flowers. They get to really high. It's weak. those tall ones. Those are going to be more your sativa buds, which okay. is um a good it's a good outdoor grow a lot of people you won't see a whole lot of indoor sativas grown because of their height and there's a lot of space restrictions sometimes with indoor growing okay um sorry geez i got gas like a motherfucker today uh, <laughs> <laughs> um now we, we've gone on the positive end of uh you know your 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 favorite strains going on here have you had any strain that just kind of made you go I don't think I want to smoke for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. So, it, I mean, it wasn't necessarily, well, I mean, yes and no. Okay. Yeah. So it's more so from a brand that I smoked okay. um, and then it scared me for that strain. So everybody loves, 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 loves to hype up cookies. Okay. That blue bag. I don't even really know what that rapper's name is. I think it's like, burner or beaner I don't know yeah something anyways I smoked a um Georgia pie from cookies one time and it made it had mold in it um oh. it made me so sick for several days headaches on end and I really like I want to say for a good like eight nine months I did not smoke Georgia pie Oof. and I mean now still till this day and especially knowing what I know as an insider I will never smoke cookies and <laughs> I will never recommend cookies. Um, I will be probably like, you know, crucified on the internet by these crazy stoners. But like, no. honestly, I think I'll spend my $60 on two outdoor eights versus yeah, one. Exactly. I mean, especially if it was mold in it, Jesus, like that's just bad, bad, bad. It was, it's like, bad, they don't, that's no. not caring about their product, really. That's that's all it is. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it, they don't care about packaging properly. They don't care about their customers at that point. Like it's. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're just paying for that really beautiful baby blue Pantone color that yeah. they unfortunately own, and that's what your money is going towards. <laughs> yeah. So, um, have you? Uh, do you do much edibles? I do a lot of edibles. Well, I mean, edibles, yes. So the when California went legal here um, about three, four years ago, um, they changed the law. So before when we were in our what was called Prop 215 days, where it was the donation days, where it still wasn't California legal, the cops could come in and raid. I've actually have been raided before at my shop when I worked, when I first moved to California in 2017, um, the cops came, raided my shop, um, took everything. Um, so those days are not that like, right. you know, long ago, but, um, 
sorry. I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, what was I saying? Um, <laughs> bad thing is I think I lost my train of thought too. Marijuana affects the memory folks. Um, <laughs> sometimes, uh, I, yeah. Oh no, gosh, um, what was I getting at? Oh, the uh, oh, edibles, edibles. That's the edibles. Wow. Edibles. Okay. So um, maybe okay. this is maybe cool a sign that I've taken some edibles this morning. <laughs> um, so when California made the law to go legal, they limited how many milligrams could be sold per edible. So before, in the two fifteen days. They, you could have thousand milligram edibles, right? You could have 10 gummies. Each one had a hundred milligrams in it, thousand milligrams. Well, then they capped it. So now every like gummy cookies, anything like that capped at 10 milligrams and they can only have a total of a hundred milligrams per package. Package, right? Oh, yes. So for me, I need to consume at least like 250 300 milligrams of THC in an edible for it to like, you know, make it worth my while for me to feel the type of thing. So I don't eat too many edibles because I would have to eat like 30 gummy bears and that's not for me. But there's this product I really love and how the edibles and like drinks have kind of gotten around it is they call themselves tinctures. They're not really tinctures, but there's this one I love to do. And I actually am drinking it right now. Um, I just pour it into my water bottle like this, very inconspicuous. And it tastes like lemon. It just makes my water taste like lemonade. And it's this water soluble tincture. It's 200 milligrams. I dump the whole thing in there and I enjoy it throughout the day and nobody would ever know. Wow. I didn't even know. I mean, I knew about tinctures, but I didn't know it was like that, like just 200 milligram little pack, throw in your water and you're good. Like, yeah. I mean, I'll go grab it if you want to see yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to go awesome. see it. Yeah, love, yeah, definitely see it. Okay. So I have it in two flavors. So I have it in peach Okay. and the company is called Habit. And then I also have it in lemon and I'm drinking it in lemon and it's water soluble. So it means it just will dissolve in water. Um, you just open it up out of the packaging comes like that. It has, it does have a, um, syringe in here. So if you wanted to dose yourself you could um <laughs> i just throw that thing away and i just dump this whole thing in there and well i mean you know awesome. how much you need so <laughs> yeah you know and that's a really great you know alternative to buying edibles if you have a whole higher tolerance um okay. this thing we retail it for 13 dollars, so it's also very cost effective oh my god <laughs> that is very cost effective like that's yeah wow all right crazy yeah so tinctures is the way to go Oh, um, tinctures is really the way to go. They make a lot of, I mean, nowadays they even make some that are a thousand milligrams. Each droplet is like one milligram. You can obviously do more. Right. Those are really, really popular. They have them in, we have one that's root beer flavored cotton can. I mean, anything that you can think of as a flavor, right. we have it. Oh, wow. Um, so now, uh, uh, consuming and, and smoking what's your favorite vehicle for uh consuming uh marijuana like uh blunt 
bong flower snake, girl flower girl bong. yeah bong. i've got my little pink bong next to me i am always smoking flower yes I love dabbing. I have a puff co that I'm obsessed with. If anybody is interested in getting into the concentrate world, I highly recommend spending the money on a puff co. I'm not sponsored by them by any standard. It's just the easiest way. It's very discreet. Right. It's actually my, that when my husband and I travel throughout the state of California or through other states, we always bring our puff co and our concentrates because when you smoke in your hotel room, it's a very, light scent we never have to like huddle in the bathroom anymore and like have the shower going with soap and all of that nonsense nope we're just sitting right in our room we're smoking our puff co and then we just spray the room afterwards and it makes traveling so much easier oh that is awesome oh yeah like it's kind of hard to believe that you know just a couple like a year or two ago like we couldn't even really talk about this on youtube you know what I no. mean? Like, no, they couldn't do it. Like, uh, especially you know, in different states, because they're like, oh my god, you know, it's legal there, but here I can get, I can get fired for talking about you know and showing stuff on. Uh, like, it's, it's really weird. Um, what do you think about like how long do you think it's going to take for it to be federally legal? I don't know. I almost hope it doesn't. <laughs> All right, I know that's yourself. also really controversial. Um, I hope it stays more stately than and than going federal. Um, there are pros and cons to everything, obviously. Um, I think as far as like getting in trouble and being able to travel with it, the federal legalization would help that. Right. Um, there are ways around it, obviously. obviously. So <laughs> that I don't mind jumping through that hoop. Um, yeah. Why I say I don't want it to go is just you. I from kind of what I know in California and seeing the business, um, there are a lot bigger companies out there that have a lot more resources to get this product to you. Um, Use the land that they already have for mass production of really low quality cannabis. Um, So I don't know. Basically you're saying the quality will go down and the price will rise. Um, yes. And, and a lot of different people in different states that have spent their whole lives um, producing cannabis, creating different cannabis strains um, will so be forced out, unfortunately. So you worried about a monopoly thing at that point. Like, oh, it's, and it's not, over. it's yeah. not like it's not going to happen. It will happen. No, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's a, a federal. Uh, you know, I can see where you're coming from on that. I can, um, you know, and, and you're right. People are, the only thing that they see with federally legal is, oh, I can travel with it. And, you know, I can't get arrested. Yeah. I can't get arrested and travel with it if you're in state or whatever. And, mm-hmm. You know, and most states now are gearing towards legalizing it anyway. So there really isn't a federal, a reason to have it federally legal. And the yeah. states that aren't federally legal or legal, why go? Honestly, if you're going to do it, like, why, why go to that state? Like exactly. you got family there, then just don't bring it with you if you know you're going to a state that ain't got it. Like it. Well, uh, even if you're going to a state that don't got it, you should definitely bring it with you. you definitely <laughs> bring it with you. <laughs> I definitely travel to several states for family members, and yeah. um, I, my husband and I were definitely the green sheep of the family. Uh, we like to call ourselves. So that works. when we go to that state, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we um, I, I'm. I, 
I actually got blessed really with a family that uh, partakes a lot. So um, I, I was, I never went without it growing up, uh, should I say. Uh, That's nice. Yeah. Um, and they were always responsible with it too, which is kind of weird. It's kind of how I got mine. Like it was never like, oh, we're, we're you know, because back in the 80s and stuff, you know, uh, oh, yes. if people were uh, a little, uh, you know, quiet about the, the weed smoking. So, uh, Absolutely. and uh, it's not like you go to go to the beach and just start puffing away, you know, with your kids in front of you. Um, and, and my parents were always like, you know, hey, uh, it's fine as you do it in moderation and, you know, you do it in a spot where you're safe and, you know, don't go yeah. out freaking get wrecked and get caught up by the cops. I mean, that's just stupid. Be responsible. And that's kind of weird coming from, you know, people who are doing drugs telling you to be responsible. But uh, when you're being hey, responsible, they're the best it, people to take advice from. I'm always like, if you're going to do something stupid, at least right. like make it a little bit responsible, exactly. you know? Exactly. My earliest yeah. memories were falling asleep with marijuana smoke coming up through the vents in my bedroom. Oh, I know. People were having parties downstairs. <laughs> even the evolution of how cannabis in my family um, has been just absolutely mind-blowing I mean obviously when I was growing up it was a no 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 like if I came home smelling like it I would definitely get the third degree and um but now it's like I go back home I leave a bong on the table I my mom is always asking me to ship her things um so I'm like wait no can't do that (laughs) um so it's great um she's got her medical card they live out in Arizona so it's it's awesome my grandma she has her favorite little edibles and it's pretty awesome so maybe I'm calling out which side of the family calls us the green sheep but it's (laughs) Not my side. Hey, you know what? That's exactly right. And if uh, <laughs> epic, they, don't, they can't take it. Pretty jokes. much, um, I'm like so, eh, whatever. <laughs> so um, you know, it's kind of funny because I uh, actually the last bag of uh, edibles that I had gotten um, I ended up my mom and dad for the first time ever uh, took yes. edibles. So I gave I it to them, and they, were like, and they were they were good. They felt pretty good, you know. And um, yeah. our lady, she's got the, the bone problems and, you know, muscle deal. And she was a couple nights in a row, was giving her the. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, yeah. edibles, like for people like your parents, your wife, they are such a great vehicle because now they make them. I mean, for me, like it would never touch me, but like right. they make them in micro doses that are 2.5 milligrams, five milligrams. So people who are a little bit afraid, it is so easy for them to get onto that bandwagon because they're not taking something that was made in someone's kitchen. God knows how much THC is in it. They're going to be through the roof till next Tuesday. Now they know they can take that two and a half milligrams. No, for four hours, they're going to be good. And then, you know, take another one when they need to. It's right. It's no different than taking a melatonin to help go to sleep. Honestly, seriously, we just even got this product. It's a mouth spray. It's a cinnamon mouth spray. And each spray is one milligram of THC. Really? And I'm like, this but, is amazing. Yeah. But one milligram though per wow. Yeah. So if you I want mean, to take a whole know, spray bottle, spray it in your mouth, like, you know, back in like the early nineties when kids would yeah. go on dates and the, spray the, the mouth spray. spray. Yeah. I remember. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, <laughs> You'll smell like a red hot. It's like cinnamon. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah, they're coming out with some really great products nowadays. Um, I'm just so glad we're living in this world. 
<laughs> I know everything. I it's I get all these new products like I all the time. You know, I'm meeting with different brand reps and people who want to put their product on my shelves. And sometimes I'm like, interesting. Like this other other day, I don't really like the name. I'm not. We're not going to be carrying this brand, unfortunately. They're called Canadips, and it's a tin, and it's kind of exactly what it sounds like. There are little pouches, like dip like, pouches. Uh huh. Oh. And you put them in your mouth, and they taste like one tastes like menthol or like like minty, and like they have all these different flavors. But you have to like put it under your tongue and like in your cheeks and stuff. And interesting concept. It's interesting. But, I'm sure there's yeah. some people that would work for. Um, you know. Sure. I mean. They're Red honestly, man should be sponsoring it, I guess, or something. Yeah, but uh, super popular, but I, I don't know, That's not wild. for us. <laughs> yeah, uh, wow, yeah, what a crazy world we're living in here. So, uh, yeah, it, it's literally been um, a crazy year for you, um, and I'm proud of you. I'm so glad that you are doing what you want to do, and you are doing it very well. <laughs> it's definitely, you know, every day is a stepping stone and I'm always learning I am not an expert by any standards the industry it's always evolving and changing and um it's it's an exciting time um I can't wait to see where it goes in California um and I'm blessed to be given this opportunity within Medleaf to really um enhance my skill set and learn more skills and help them grow as a company as well because I really like it and something I've found out also it's really um I'm rare in the fact that I've only been with one major cannabis company my um career for cannabis obviously I worked in a shop before it was black market but this is my first legal job and I've been with them for two years now which is crazy that's great. And, and, and you're, like I said, you're doing phenomenal and just don't work yourself too tired. You know what I mean? I, I know, you, you know, you work, work, work <laughs> and you, you put I a lot of stress work. on yourself and don't, you know, uh, it's a good industry to be in though for stress relief, uh, just saying. So I guess you kind of got that covered. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, I really do. I, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me and, and, and bullshitting with me about this stuff. And I, I would love to just have you on to, just co-host the show uh, whenever yeah, you absolutely. are uh, available. Um, and, you know, we'll play some music. We'll talk, you know, movies. We'll do whatever. Um, yeah. and, uh, one more last question here. Um, the topic of this week's, uh, you know, internet poll and uh, uh, podcast uh, thing is um, um, movies based on video games. Have you have any idea about any movies that are based on video games that you have seen? That you um, I... I'm not a big video game girl. Um, I think the only video game console I've ever had was the very first PlayStation, and I actually still have it. Oh, wow. um, I, yeah, my I play Gen One like Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon. Love it. Um, you get along with me and my younger kids too. <laughs> I, love, I I can't. I don't like any other video. I'm like no. It's just the PlayStation One. Crash Bandicoot or Spyro. That's it. Um, but I know that like Sonic the Hedgehog was yes. a thing. I also had a friend in elementary school who had one of I, it had the cassettes that you blow on. Yep. A, a Sega maybe. And a you Sega or a Nintendo. One of the two. Yep. 
Yeah, I think it was a Sega because there was she had a game that was based off of The Lion King. Yes. And I, I really liked that. So um, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That was, that was good. All right. <laughs> um, I'm so bad at video games <laughs> to movies. <laughs> That's okay. My uh, my my co-host is from Finland, and she's the same way. Like she is, um, like I love co-hosting with uh, her and um my other uh, girl Eleanor out in England because and Eleanor is a uh, younger. She's like eighteen, and uh, we they don't know half of the stuff that I talk about here. And it's great getting them to like watch stuff and look, you know, and then give me their opinions on it as people from other you know cultures, literally, like. <laughs> You should ask the 18-year-old. I love seeing the videos that, like, our generation will ask the youngins, like, what is a collect call? Yes. Or, um, like, what was a beeper? Or what what does AOL stand for? Something right, like right. That. Oh, I'm trying to love explain it. my kids all the time that you guys have mm-hmm. no idea. The None. stress waiting for to see if you're even going to get connected to the internet. Like, you know yes. what I mean? It's like, you can get all the way up, and then it just die out and you're not even for some reason it's not connecting yeah, and you're just, out of luck yep mm-hmm. sucks so <laughs> anyway lexi thank you so much um i'm gonna drop links to everything um again uh do you have a website if you want to uh, stay right now the, the, the yes. link will be in the description absolutely but. visit if you're in san diego and anytime visit medleafdelivery.com you can order direct from there give us a call 1-833-DOORMED we're there for you nice oh and your husband's uh youtube YouTube is Growing With My Fellow Growers with Jack Greenstock as your host. It's every Sunday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube. Now, I have watched it. It's very intuitive uh, and informative and uh, such good programming. Tell them I said so. And I would Thank love that you, as, as well as you back on. So let's do this. Uh, unfortunately, oh, I love you too. Uh, Zoom is about to kick out on me. So I will see you and I'll talk to you again. Bye. Thank Bye. You. Bye.